0: The Green Suiters Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to support our show, get early access to each episode, get your questions read on there, and you want to listen to each episode ad-free, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Green Suiters Podcast to find out how. Before getting into this episode, we'd like to thank the following new patients for joining our growing podcast community. Craig Prozinski, Drew Burton, Don Patterson, and Jacob Powers. Thank you for your support. Now, on to the show. Ladies and Good gentlemen, evening. welcome back to yet another episode of the Green Series Podcast, WorkbenchCon 2022 edition. That's right. Woo! We all this, just returned a few days ago from this Atlanta, is coming Georgia. coming like
1: this week, right?
0: Um, I don't know. I think the last I, one we talked about going to WorkbenchCon, so I think it would sound weird.
1: Yeah, but still, I, I if really if think it would be... we this
0: one and then like the next one was like, hey, doesn't matter. to
1: WorkbenchCon, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's f- it's fresh on our fresh minds. Enough. I don't know. You're yeah. right. Although yeah. maybe, maybe people will be so tired of hearing other people talking about it that it yeah. That and one then week ours break comes might out,
0: be nice a week and a half later, and they're like, oh, we totally <coughs> forgot about WorkbenchCon.
1: We
2: we went to WorkbenchCon. Said yeah, you, look, have, you were look, you were like still really re- drunk
0: the whole time, so I'm not surprised you don't remember.
1: I'm still recovering.
2: Oh my god! Tuesday, I woke up Tuesday, and I went. Where am I? <sighs>
0: And how it ended it on time. Saturday night. <laughs> my my voice is like not 100% accepted.
1: Well, hey, before we get into talking about it, so obviously audience, tonight is not going to be a night where we talk about a specific topic. However, I feel like this is a really good thing to talk about because everybody in the woodworking space, I can't tell you how many messages I've gotten mm-hmm. that were like, Dude, I'm totally going to WorkbenchCon next year. It looked like it was so much fun. It was. It was a great time, and we're going to talk about it tonight because a lot of people, I think, want to know that. But before we do that, uh, I do want to talk about Bessie real quick. Yes. Because I know on the last episode we said we didn't know what it was going to be. Well, now we know what it is going to be kind of-ish. Um, it is going to be uh, We're gonna, – they're going to do some Revo Juniors, a set of Revo Juniors. Oh. I love those. So, Yeah, oh yeah. So uh, if you want to enter USA and Canada, excluding Hawaii and Alaska, go to com and fill out the form on the website for your chance to win. And uh, might I just say that we really love seeing all of the people because it went up from the first month to the second month and we're hoping it goes up third month. Guys, we do not get anything for doing these giveaways at all. This is just an arrangement that we made with Bessie and they're, Nice enough to do something like that. So this is simply to get some of those tools in your guys's hands. That is yeah. it.
0: It is. It is literally the perfect definition of a giveaway. There is no monetary exchange whatsoever. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, but we, we get
2: we, we get to hang out with Danette. Yes, we oh, yeah, did. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Went to great. dinner with her. She's yeah. wicked cool.
1: We. She hung out with us at the bar. I guess she went to dinner with somebody else uh, the yeah. l- last night, and she got back. She came and sat down at the tables. Yeah, me and michelle and, and ronnie and cam god what a great time man yeah, i'm excited has, to talk about
2: this she was uh she she went to dinner with us where do we go b-dubs on friday right
1: b-dubs yeah
2: yeah you
0: guys at a different table knew. than i was that's why i don't remember it
2: said you like wingies i had wingies. wings thir- <laughs> thursday you friday and saturday
0: yeah you had 30, of them. Yep. You had 30 of them didn't you sedge you, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. oh I just wailed on. Hey, J- hey, guys. Guess what? Guess what? happened Sunday after I dropped off Jason? I came home. Marianne goes, "You want to go to B Dubs?" And I went city like wingies. <laughs> I had wings wow. for nights in a row. Jeez, man. man, I've lost sixteen Jeez. pounds. Jeez.
0: <laughs> gotta add it all back. You know? You no, know, I lost. I stayed know.
1: <laughs> trim baby. Believe it or not, when I came back I actually stepped on the scale and I was like, "God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I punished my body yeah. this weekend." Yeah. Nope. I was the same. You were, yeah. I was like, "Wow, really? this is great. I need to I need to booze it up more often." I think it's because I drank so much alcohol. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: You didn't and have any that it just
1: made me food? not want to eat any food all day till the next day. <laughs> so I was kind of fasting,
0: you know. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> and you wait. Friday. Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning you were well, yep. No, don't even say Friday morning. It was Friday afternoon when you came No, it
1: was morning. It was 10.45 when I woke up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you looked at me and said, I think I still am
1: drunk. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I, I really did. Yeah, you were yeah, looking probably, rough, man. I probably was. I looked great. I looked awesome the all the time.
2: You, the only thing you <laughs> missed <clears throat> was the keynote
1: speaker that day. <clears throat>
0: yeah. I was. Ben. ben. Real bummer. Or Yeah, I guess Bob was on, on Saturday.
1: Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, I walked in about halfway through Bob's uh I like Bob. Bob's a nice guy. Yep. Yeah,
0: it was good. Everybody there,
2: everybody there was wicked nice.
1: Yeah. Are we going to talk about what we've been up to since we got back? Because I actually have big news.
2: Okay. You go ahead.
1: I'm moving. (laughs) Surprise, everybody. It feels like we've
0: had this conversation on a podcast. Yeah, but this
1: time it's actually going to happen. I had the home inspection today. And the inspector looked at me at the end, and he was like, "All right, let's just go outside real quick." And so we go outside, and so you know, like a lot of the houses, uh, there'll, sometimes there'll be a vinyl and brick mix. Yeah. Well, th- th- it's not actual brick; it's just brick, you know, covering. There's a spot on the top of one of the window sills that's like cracked on both sides, and you can see like the window sill at the top, a little bit of separation and he was like this is probably the most significant thing and this is pretty common. He was like I wouldn't be any I wouldn't be concerned about it. You know, there's obviously you could have a masonry guy come out here and patch that up, but I don't I don't really see anything like the house is in absolutely phenomenal shape. So, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Um I went there today and got all the measurements for the new space. Um for like all the, the le- garage. Yeah, all the current electrical outlet locations, the garage door locations, the electrical panel box the door i got measurements for all of it so tonight right after we get done with this podcast i'm actually going to start modeling it up
0: it's it's the uh, it's like almost exact square footage right that you have right now
1: it is almost identical to my yeah. current shop um the only difference is okay so it's funny the electrical box is in a completely different location totally fine and the or the sub panel and then There is actually an exterior access door that I didn't see last time I was there that is in the same location pretty much as my current door into the house. But then, Sedge, this garage is set up exactly like yours on where you enter. Oh, cool. So you know how you have your access door to the backside? Yep. Mine's on the wall that your uh, mini split is on. Oh, cool. Cool. And they poured a pad right outside that door and guess exactly where my mini split unit will sit on the pad right on that's the pad. already there.
2: Perfect.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited. Nicole's really excited. The house is way too big, but YOLO. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, gas, what's your HVAC system?
1: What's HVAC is electric, yep. but the there is gas run to the home. The previous owners did that. And okay. so the stove is gas.
2: Okay. How about your hot water heater?
1: Electric. Okay. The only your furnace, in, your heat Yeah, the is only st- thing inside it, the house that is gas is the stove. Yeah. And then they also ran a gas line to the back patio where there is a deck so mm. I can do a built-in kitchen and have a natural gas.
2: Nice. Huh.
1: It's already there. But with that being said, yes, I could convert later because there's already gas to the house.
2: Yeah. You'll save... A boatload of money on your heating if it's gas (laughs) no we we saw we saw about a hundred hundred fifty dollars savings yeah uh, with gas versus electric and we we put in a whole new HVAC system in 2020 and uh, the air because of the sear rating (laughs) substantial that's the you know you helped me pull that pad Mm -hmm. and that new unit on there was so damn efficient Man, even the air was saving a hundred fifty in the summer. It's amazing, yeah. you know. It's crazy. It, I, I, I thought the guy was selling me a, a, load, but no, he was right.
1: Well, so the heating and air unit that's in this house, he changed it out like four years ago, three years ago, and it's like a sixteen thousand dollar unit. It's, oh. it's a three stage, but it's all electric. And I was talking to him about the bills, and that's something that I was a little concerned about because here, you know, we pay anywhere from you know one hundred and fifty to two hundred throughout the summer, and then you, we get to the winter time, and we've had a couple of bills, you know, in the five hundred dollar ballpark. And he gave me a very like, I was like, our average over the year is like two two twenty five, two thirty, and I am like, if your average is that, I know you are getting big bills in the winter. And he did tell me, I was like, yeah, when it when it's cold like that for for two months straight, like you know, we might see five hundred dollar bills. Here is the funny thing. That house is over two times the size of mm. this house. Yeah. Whoa. So that means that this house, I'm paying the same that this 4,900 square foot house. You so if block, we end up keeping
0: block that. Block vents off on rooms that you don't use. So yeah, it is what is it your, is. I'm not worried about it. In that
2: In that square footage, are they including your garage?
1: No, but it does include the basement. Okay, yeah. I've actually never found a house, when they talk about square footage, that included the garage. It was always separate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not living space. Yeah.
1: Mm. It,
2: they did on mine when they were advertising it. Really? Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's what right You told said, me about that. You and, walked and around I went, and measured I went, every I went, room. measured every single room. And my accountant thinks I'm a nut because I have a I have a spreadsheet on square footage of even all the closets because I have all walk-in closets. So it said I had, yeah, so I won't get into it. I got I a small house, but I just wanted to have it uh, the
1: square small. footage correct. Your house ain't small. <laughs> <laughs> Your house ain't small. Uh, I also did find out that the basement is roughed in for uh, plumbing no. for a bathroom. And it, that's good. So we could build an entire other room down there. But anyway, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but that was my day. Uh, that's what I did. I found out that we got the house on the way to work, bench con. so that... Kind of significant, I, I think. Yeah. it you're is good, really you're good, going to happen?
2: Your good luck charm was uh, driving. That's
1: right. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> I don't doubt it.
2: Hey, well, that was a that was what scheduled out a seven and a half eight hour drive. That that went by like that.
1: Yep. Yeah. And on the
2: that's way, that's what home, happens when you're
1: with really good company like yeah, myself.
2: A great conversationalist.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I slept the whole time. Was I talking?
2: You, know, you didn't see me go off the road, did you? No. Oh,
1: you didn't wait. feel that? Yeah. On the way down there, we almost died.
2: Holy moly, was it? Freaking freezing rain when we first started. What did we see? Six or seven wrecks? And At most least. of them were 18 wheelers and IVs turned over.
1: Yeah. Flipped over.
2: Yep. Man. Yeah.
0: Oh, I times. was struggling going down, I was falling asleep. She was. Times. I bet you were struggling driving home then. <laughs> Actually I was pretty good driving home. It was it was going down, I was super tired. I think I'd stayed up until like midnight the night before. Jesus. Trying to get stuff done. What and, uh, time? And it was raining really bad the whole time.
1: What time did you turn in on the last night? Uh like two. Oh, early night. Early yeah. night.
0: <laughs> it was three every other night.
1: Yeah. Or later. So Ben, how do you want to do this? Because like, I think it'd be.
0: I, I think I guess the. We could we could probably, we could talk about like. Our experience, I guess, first, right? Like, these are the things that I really loved about it, right? And, you know, we can all just kind of riff off each other. But then I think at the end of it, we need to kind of come out with like, who is it really for? You know, because not every key
1: takeaways. There, there
0: I, I can't think of anyone that is in our core audience, um, and when I say that I mean like our patrons, um, none of them are, are content creators. Uh, I'm sure that we have other listeners that, you know, I mean there are friends that listen to the podcast who are also at WorkbenchCon, but our core audience, you know, I don't, I don't think any of them create content as far as I'm aware. I mean, they may do, like, an Instagram post or something like that, but as far as, like, actively putting out content on a regular basis. Right. So. Fair point. Yeah. You know, it's something that that we think that other people would benefit from hearing from our experience. I mean, we can sit here and talk about all the funny stuff, but I don't think anybody else is going to have the context for it, you know.
1: Now, we the patrons may not necessarily be content creators, but that doesn't mean a lot of them may not be interested in doing it. They just may be some of those people who are standing on the side going, I'm not ready. I don't Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, and this. that's I and that's that. and
0: that's yeah, ex- you're absolutely right. I, I 100% agree with that. Yep. That's what I'm saying for those that are that are not content creators, they have no intentions whatsoever. Now, and that's just based off of the price that it uh, of admission. I mean, <clears throat> I mean after um, the ticket price the hotel travel depending on where you're at if you're flying like it's a lot it's a lot of money for yeah I think on the low side days.
1: you're looking at around 13, 1400 bucks yeah and that's yeah that's it that's with a like plane cheap. ticket it's
0: yeah, expensive you're not, you're not even talking about drinks and food and all this other stuff that's like that was almost a, a third of the cost for me to go down there you know
1: yeah you ain't <clears> mine <clears throat> But So let's what you want to start it off? You wanna just kinda of talk about overall so, thoughts of the event or your perceptions of the event. Let's okay,
0: so I, I guess I probably have the the more unique perspective out of the three of us because that was my first one. So I would say Also that, sedges. Oh that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Mm. I was um, a virgin.
1: I was with but, a couple of cherries. But, <laughs> I we, had two but virgins Sege. in my arms, everybody. But
0: Sedge is already a celebrity, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, everybody, whatever. Everybody already knows who Sedge is. uh yeah. And he's been uh-huh. to like
1: 900 trade shows.
0: Um, so going there and, you know, out of how many people do you think were there? 300? 400?
1: So um, Nick, Keith, and Jason, they actually did an episode from... Yeah, work bench con in the hotel yeah. room. I listened to it today. It was actually really good. Yeah, me um, too. They they said that there was one of them knew the official number, but it's somewhere in between four and five hundred, which yeah. I didn't see. And they make some valid points, but I would say it's somewhere between four and five hundred.
0: Yeah. So you know, there's there's between four and five hundred people there, and almost all of them are are trying to do the same thing. Which is create content for various different goals and objectives, um, and so there's there's a lot of common ground there, and you know going there f- f- for my my experience going there initially, like I don't I don't want to say that I was starstruck because I approached all different kinds of people like I wasn't nervous about it but it was odd at first because. You see, some people there that that have been making content for years now that I started watching back in 2015, 2016.
1: Starstruck, um, like when you met me? No,
0: mm. <coughs> neither one of us for anything when we first met. Oh, I was
1: always. Something. We were just,
0: we were just two boys with dreams, you know.
1: Uh, I'm an infantryman. I'm always <laughs> something.
0: Um, so it, like, it wasn't, again, it wasn't like a starstruck kind of mentality, but my, my initial gumption was um like i felt like if i were to go up to to people and just start talking with them that um that would it would be kind of disturbing them or interrupting them um which which for some people i think that it it absolutely was like just how Mm you're kind of saying jason that um there are some people that carry themselves to where they do not look approachable you know whether it's like just their body posture their demeanor their tone of voice, like kind of how they look sometimes it's like, he kind of looks pissed off right now. Um, Hmm. and so like I wouldn't, or like if I felt like I had nothing to contribute, like no conversation to contribute, like I don't, I know who they are. I just don't follow their content. So there's like, like we sat down with Ashley Hargrove, um, who is like such a cool, cool person, her and her boyfriend. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not into turning like, there's, there is not a whole lot for me there to, to connect with her beyond just like, you know, just general conversation. And so for me, I couldn't hold a conversation with her. Setch could hold a conversation with her. Eric could hold a conversation with her. Um, lots of other people, again, that are that are into that type of, of discipline could 100% hold a conversation with her. I mean, there were times where I was like, well, see you later. Like, big ups, huh, guys? Well, big see gulps, you later. Big huh? And so you kind of... Over time, you kind of start to gravitate towards people, only the people that are doing the same kind of discipline that you are or people that you have more commonalities with. And I think that's natural for like any like group of people. You're going to gravitate towards the people that, you know, people that are things that are familiar. Um, and so I think that there was a little bit of a hesitation f- on my part discussing business side of things with people. Not necessarily like, um, like trying to get tips and tricks, but just like, hey, what? Tell me about your model. Like, what model do you follow? Like, wh- what's your strategy? What are your goals? And not, not to try to like siphon them or anything like that, but it's just like, kind of how Sedge and I were talking before we started recording, where it's like, it, it's, it is incredible to see how you have this massive group of people that are all tr- that they're more or less we're all trying to do the same thing. For the most part, we all may have different goals and objectives, but you know, from a high concept point of view, we're all doing the same thing. And so to me, it is interesting to see how people navigate that. Like, what is their route that they take to do this? So, you know, can, so let me
1: interject. Can I interject there for a second? Cause you well, let,
0: let, me, let me wrap up the point though, Okay, which is where I think it was a mistake for my part. I think that that was my mistake. Like, especially when, when talking to Ashley, right? And again, there like, we sat down at the table multiple times. We, you know, I could have made that the point of conversation like, Hey, you like, what are you doing with your content? Like, how do you see this? How do you see that? not necessarily saying, oh, well, Ashley's a, a wood turner. I don't really have anything to talk to her about. You know, I, I, I should have just switched gears and then said, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Um, and I think it is a little bit different because I do make content as opposed mm-hmm. to someone being like, well, I don't make content yet how do I get started? Like I've already started. So I think that that was probably my mistake and my, um, kind of the wrong take, I guess, or the wrong perspective going into it, the wrong,
1: no, that headspace. Maybe. I like, I like that you brought it back to a, a mistake that you made because I have, I always feel like I have the same mistake every single year, but yeah. I wanted to, comment on something that you had said and you are talking about like, I don't necessarily just want to go up and ask the business model. And you know, that can be intimidating because you're thinking of it from a different perspective. What the one thing that I've noticed about this, I'm very open. You know, if somebody asks me, you know, what kind of money are you earning on YouTube? You know, what, what kind of money? I'm not one of those people that's really weird about talking about money. Um, but I want people to know because when I started, I had no idea that this was even a thing. There's people out there that are going, you know, I mean, can you make money from doing this? I remember when I was told that I could make money on ad revenue on YouTube. I'm like, wait, what? I was on YouTube for like a year. (laughs) I didn't, I wasn't monetized. I didn't, I knew I could, but I didn't know what the possibilities were. And so to me, it just, it was kind of like an unknown. Mm -hmm. What I have come to realize though and I know we're going to get to a point of kind of how the how WorkbenchCon works out day by day. And we'll, we'll discuss that. But I think there's obviously people out there that do not like talking about it. And that's fine. Right? Um, some people just don't want to talk about their finances. They don't want people to know. And they have their reasons. And that's totally cool. Like, I totally respect that. But... Let's say that Ben, who maybe doesn't have a relationship with X person, first time he's ever met this individual, him coming out and saying, like, what did you make last year? Oh, that's. Right? That person's probably not going to be comfortable saying it. And then they might look at it and go, why are you asking me that question, dude? I don't even know you.
3: Exactly. As
1: opposed to. You know, I've I've built relationships with a lot of people and I can have open conversations about that and they're willing to share it with me because I'm so open with them. Yeah. But they may not be so open to share it with somebody who just blatantly says Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's Hey, how you it, doing?
1: How much money did you make?
0: Yeah. It and 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 again that goes back to um I like for me, I think that I am I'm too vulnerable with anyone, right? Like that like I live in being vulnerable with other people. Like I, I want to be open. I want to be transparent. I want to be honest. Um, but I also think that, that I kind of project that on other people. And so just how you're saying, Jason, like, Hey, how's it going? Hey, how much did you make? Like, I don't, I do not have that filter. Like there's no filter in my head that, that says that you probably shouldn't have ask that asset right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I kind of tiptoed around that and kind of got the feel for that. Um, you know, maybe like halfway through something like that. But again, that's just me. Um, being being in such a huge social um, environment, like I am, I am very much a social person. Like I draw energy from big crowds of people, which is why, like the last night, like I was just the biggest social butterfly. Like, just yeah, talking you were.
1: That ain't no lie,
0: right? Talking to this person, like, and that's why I was so. Oh, I was plastered. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Hold on, um, let's
1: let's let's address that real quick, Mister Plastered. Yeah, I would man. just like you to know that I honestly did not know that you were drunk. Are you serious? I didn't <laughs> until we were at dinner and I made that comment because you were like, I just thought you were being funny uh, when you were uh, going back and forth with the waitress. And you were like, "Girl," and you were like snapping and everything. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah like yeah! That's saucy. when I realized.
2: And then, then the uh, the I looked over. I was talking to Ronnie and Cam. I looked over, and you were like, "All that beer came out your nose."
1: Yeah.
0: What? Oh, dude! Oh, yeah! Oh,
1: okay. I made you laugh, and you. That's almost that's vomited all over the place. That's right. I was, I I was in mid
0: sip, and Jason did something funny, and I just it totally came out my nose.
1: Well, the only thing that I will say is I, you're you're loud. You talk oh, yeah, very, very loud, and you're very aggressive in conversations.
0: Oh, 100%. See, that's what I'm saying, though. I don't have that filter.
1: Right. Like, oh, when you're drunk, if, you definitely didn't have the filter. No, I don't. And but you weren't your words. You were enjoyable to be around.
0: <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear that.
1: But you were loud. Yeah, don't ever well, do okay. it again. Thank So you.
0: that's, yeah. I think that's, that's probably why I excelled as a, as a drill sergeant, because I, I talk straight drunk? from diaphragm. Everything's diaphragm with me. Yeah, um, I remember even as a kid, um, like like people all the way on the other side of the bus would like Ben, shut up, we can hear you from up here. I'm like, sorry, I guess. So much my, sorry my voice carries, yeah, my see, voice see, carries. Yeah, I'm sorry, different. Like I'm Very, very soft spoken.
1: Very, the sedge is not loud at all. You never hear him making loud noises. Very soft he's spoken. Dynamic. Well, before we before well, we um, get too
0: that, much, that makes me that makes me feel a little bit better because I have no idea. What I'm like whenever I'm intoxicated, like from an outside perspective. Clearly, that's most people.
2: Hey, let me just ask, uh, Jason. Um, mm-hmm. That afternoon, we both said it's not. What time's the bar open? You said right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we opened the bar, didn't we? And Pretty we were close. the only two sitting down below in the lobby. And the next thing I know, I looked around and we had so many people. Who, that, for me, Saturday afternoon was the best conversation. And we can hold off because I could talk about that. The people people yeah, I met there were unreal.
1: I know what you're going to talk about. So, Sedge, I want to throw it to you because Ben and I, I feel like Ben and I have been talking a lot. But yeah. kind what, what, of, how, how are we starting this, Ben? I know we kind of, I think this episode just, we're just going to end up what going off on tangents. What
0: did you, what, what did you find valuable yeah. out, of, out of going to the conference? What, what value did you extract out of that? Oh, and God. so, so for me, it was just meeting people and building, building, or initially, building those initial relationships. That's what I got out of it, and that's what I appreciated. Obviously, the classes were great. You know, hanging out with you guys was great, but I loved meeting people in person that I've only known through Instagram or YouTube. So, getting put a hand, putting a handshake to the face. That's what I mm-hmm. really loved.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. What did you get out of it? Well, God, I have so much stuff written down because I knew we were going to do post-game. Um, but I met some people that I had wanted to meet, and I met a lot of people that I didn't know. Yeah. In other words, <clears throat> we had such a great group. The, there were a bunch of us that hung around the whole time together. And I'll name them. It was us, our crew, which we knew we were going to hang. But yeah. Jason had alluded to it earlier. Uh, he said, when you see on Thursday night, the first night, all these people get around, those are the people are going to hang around. That's your cluster. But we had already programmed that, because Michelle was there from Leather by Dragonfly. Uh, Eric Gorgeous Eric. hung with yeah. us the whole time. And Jess Crow, I knew I'd see her, but man, she hung with us. We had lunch almost every time when she wasn't in class. You know, And, of course, Ronnie and his son Cam, uh, the Fultons. Am I forgetting anybody? Because I think that might have been our core. Oh, Uh, um, and then the people who came to dinner with us at night, that first night, was Sam Green uh, from John mm -hmm. Maleky's crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I saw John on Saturday. He was walking by when we were down in that lower pod. He went, Sedge, you're here? And he gave me a big hug. Okay, so –
0: Sam Sam introduced himself to me three times. Sam, I I know you are, man. We've already met. He's He's such such
2: a good guy. guy. He's such a good guy. So it it was the people. Um, I was there on Twofold. I'll let everybody know. I was there uh, partly for Festival because I was introducing our new public relations company to a lot of people there. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to get their take on quite a few people that I wanted to run by. And then – Caitlin she left great, on, on Friday night. She's a wonderful lady. Mm. Uh, and uh, and then Saturday and Sunday, well, all day Saturday, I was there because of Sedge Tool. I was going, but I said, hey, twofold people, whatever. So I, I got so many takeaways, and I don't know where to start. But, of course, everybody who knows me knows, it's, for me, it's the people in the woodworking business. There was a lot of professional woodworkers there who do create content, and I was blown away. Um, and, and then after the fact, all the people reaching out—what'd you say?
1: Nothing. He said, huh? Ben's, wood, Ben's woodwork." Oh God! <laughs> that guy's a You know, hack. You know
2: what? It, you know what a huge takeaway was, and I don't. Uh, I'm trying that to. That we're good this road buddies. Oh, dude! We can hang. Well, we hang all the time. Anya can hang all the time. We just have so much damn fun. Uh, I get so many people listed here. Uh, I, I don't, we can talk through the course of the the night on this. Okay, so I didn't know if I was going to attend any seminars because I was just talking with so many people. I tried to, and this will kind of allude to what Ben was saying. You're a, a lot of people who are new to this, and I was a new person. You're a little apprehensive when you approach a group of people to say hi because you don't want to interrupt. I'm that person who will never uh, ask somebody how much they make until they tell me. I Mm -hmm. will say, hey, you doing okay? And then they'll say something. But I was taught not to ask people what they make. So, but the thing I would do is I'd have a beer and I or I'd walk away from our group, I'd go grab a beer, and someone would come up to me. And Mm -hmm. some of those conversations were absolutely phenomenal. Because these people kind don't have a big following yet. And I will say, yet, they will, because they have such a good vibe, their personality. I can see the sparkle in somebody's eye. And I know how passionate. For me, it's passion, passion, passion. I'll name some. There was this young lady who I was getting a beer at the bar and she goes, I didn't win. <laughs> and oh, I go, so What do you drill. mean you didn't win? She goes, oh, yeah. I,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. I wanted I wanted to do the sedge giveaway on my fest tool. You know the sweepstakes we ran? Went an hour mm-hmm. with me. I, I I was I thought it was creepy. I met so many cool people doing it. And uh, she go, I go. You really wanted to win that? She goes. Sedge, come on. Her name is. I'm gonna look it. He- I got I wrote it down. Annette at five one three Woodworks. It's not if. It's when she will be a YouTube star, okay, or an Instagram star, because her smile is one of those smiles, and. Oh god, I'm so glad she said something to me. I had a I had now a conversation with her. Next thing I know there's four or five people around us and we're all talking mm-hmm. about good vibes and stuff like that. And one of the guys reached out to me today and he goes, "Man, that conversation just tonight." He goes, "Thank you so much for believing in me." And I was like, "Wow. <laughs> it's different from work. These people actually listen to me." <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. So, yeah, and that our conversation, me and Annette, is she's going to be a master graduate from Mark Adams School of Woodworking this year. Wow. And oh, awesome. I will see her in two weeks because I'm doing a demo day at Mula. Okay, Mula Machine here in Cincinnati. She goes, I don't live too far from there. I'll see you then, Sedge. Oh, nice. And so now I have, I have a new friend. But that happened – so many times there, it was ridiculous, and then I'd hang up with our. I'd hang out with our core. Dinner was dinners were great and everything like that. So I'm gonna call this out, really quick. I went to three seminars while I was there, okay, and one of them was repeated, because Jason, you mm. and I walked in on the first one. It was yeah. John Cesara oh, no. from Lincoln Street Woodworks, and mm-hmm. what hammered to me was. I'm doing thing, some things right, and I need to really double down on Sedge Tool. And I had a good conversation. My, my only regret was the boys weren't with me, Big D and Chris. But who was sitting next to me on the second time I saw uh, John's speech or seminar was Joe Jakes, right? Joe Jakes. What's Joe's full name?
0: Oh, Joe, Joseph Mullins.
2: Joseph Mullins. Joseph okay. Mullins. And Joe Jakes. Joe com. Okay, and he email he messaged me this evening right before, and he said, "Hey, I uh, looked at some of your videos, and this is coming from him." And he hung with us; we went to dinner with us that first night. He said, "Tell your boys they're doing a great job."
0: Oh, for production work. Oh, Oh, wow, nice.
2: Is that unbelievable? And guess what? What was
0: really cool is I hold hold on now. If
1: he writes me and says, "Hey, your videos need some work," I'm going to be
0: so sad. He's goes, uh, your don't worry, Sedge already told me what he taught him, so I'm like, going to tell me I'm doing good. Or I can't
2: wait! I can't wait to show the boys that because they should a should have been there, but b they've watched the four videos he has on that workbench con um, post um, production and post production oh, nice. pre production. He's already got it up. He's put all those uh, other things. He's he's got his PowerPoint up there. What a what a giving individual! And what's oh, really absolutely. cool is. I think that was one of the number one, and John Cesara said that. Remember?
0: Yeah, 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 and he did. He,
2: he, and he started to break up. He yeah. was like almost – he was in tears. <laughs> I had to yeah. hit him to, to bring him around.
0: Stop I being a bandy.
2: I have a new friend. And I'll just talk about the third seminar because everybody knows this dude's name. Okay? And this is how Workbench Con works. It, everybody goes, it's a networking thing. Yeah, it's a network. It's a place to talk to people of like yeah. minds. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, I met Jimmy Doresta a couple years ago. Cause he did a presentation on the same stage I did. And, of course, he's not going to remember, remember me, no. right? But no. I got introduced to him again by Derek from Malden, another yeah. new buddy. Yeah. Okay? He, he, he called me out and said, let's talk I'm from Mass. Uh, Oh, we went back and forth. So I went to see the Jimmy DeResta thing about the dream Shot and how Mm -hmm. he built it. But he had a guy there, and he was the electrician, okay? And I got it written down here, okay? His name is Patrick Reynolds, okay? And he talked about how he wired the shop and how good friends and how fate brings people together. What a great presentation. Both of them were getting emotional talking about it. And I realized, these guys are us. These guys are just like you, Ben, just like you, Jason, just like everybody who's passionate about something. So that was Friday. Fast forward, I got a good after dinner (laughs) on Saturday night. I'm getting ready to bolt, right? I'm back at the bar in the lounge. And he walks up to me and shakes my hand. He goes, it was nice to meet you today. And I just looked at him. I go, dude, th- I I was blown away by that presentation. And right next to him is Michelle from Love the Bite Dragon. From, who you guys know how much I just think the world of it. But it's not the Patrick, her husband, but it's Patrick, the other dude. And then I didn't realize that guy helped Patrick wire his shop. Yeah.
1: I think I'm actually going to reach out to him.
2: And he, so these people who you... And you may be, li- people listening to this, you may think these people are unapproachable. They are just like you. And I I keep saying blown away. I, I had the time of my life. It, it was worth every single daggone penny to be there just mm-hmm. because of the conversations we had. And I didn't know if I was going to attend seminars, like I said, but I did. And I met some of the coolest people. I. This is what blew me away. I'm walking through the uh, main area you know, bef- you know Before the big room And then all the side rooms And all of a sudden I see Izzy Swan And he points to me He goes It's you <laughs> And I just went No it's you mm-hmm. And he shakes my hand And He's such a great person Oh Just a giving individual And I met his girlfriend And shit And I, and I had a I had a five minute conversation Because I knew how busy he was but uh, we exchanged compliments, and I was like, that guy knows me? And I, I guess. So Yeah, I, 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 had, I, I
0: had a great time. I, I had a similar experience where someone came up to me and, and already knew my name, which I wouldn't expect anybody would. But
1: Well, Ben, I come talk to good. you all the time. <laughs> you know, so and,
0: you were talking about Michelle earlier, and I just wanted to say this just to illustrate the type of person that Michelle is so weird that last night we had dinner. The, I guess the kitchen closed early. Like, I had just finished my plate, but I was still a little hangry. And I was like, hey, can I get, like, something else? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, the kitchen's closed. Do you know what Michelle did? She pulled she out, out a jar
1: of peanut butter and jelly out of her purse <laughs> and made you a sandwich.
0: And, a, okay. and an entire loaf of bread. What yeah. did she do? No, she, she gave me her, the rest of her food. She gave me her oh, french fries. You know what I did?
2: And they I, I, were delicious. I ordered a set of uh, wings, mm-hmm. and I was still hungry. And ordered I another. and I said the, the the just it just closed. I said the and hell you, with that. You I walked back small in the child kitchen,
0: running by, and you ate the child.
2: No, I, I went uh-huh. to the kitchen. I go, you gotta be kidding me. Is there any way you can make me another order? And I said no, the thing closed. All of a sudden, the waitress comes out and she goes, "Those guys really liked you. What do you want?" <laughs> the fry later, the fry later is still hot. Oh, so cool. another. You, you didn't know I got a second order of
0: wing. because Senji like wingies. like wingies, dude. <laughs> man, I was we went to B dubs out like I walked over to y'all's table, and you were like, Let me get another order of 10. Like, said, you just ate 20. You want 10 more? said, Senji like wingies. <laughs> That's a. You need to get that as a T-shirt for essential.
2: Oh
1: my God! So
2: and I got so many other people listed here.
1: Oh no, we're, we'll we'll talk about more. Um, okay.
2: I didn't I wanted, mean to go on and on, but thanks for, for letting. No, me, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Jason, th- this what, is, what is what a did hard you...
1: topic to stay on topic because oh, you yeah. can just keep going down yeah, rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah. So, this is my biggest takeaway, and I've seen this. Th- this was my third time going. Go ahead. Ben. Is,
0: do, you, it, do you think it's a different takeaway than your previous ones? Is, has each one been different, like the value they extract from it, or has it kind of been the same? This
1: one? this year, I'm going to talk about what my favorite part was. Um, okay. I, I think most people probably know, but
2: the drive down with Sedge,
1: absolutely. Um, okay. I mean, that was really it was a great time. Um, th- there's a problem in this community, and. And by community, I don't mean Instagram. I don't mean just YouTube. I mean social media and everything. And the, the problem is is that there is intimidation tied to a number. And yeah. I cannot stand yes. it. <laughs> Yeah. And this year, it was more clear yeah. to me than ever um, because I saw it on a regular basis. There are My biggest regret every year, every single time, is that I did not talk to enough people. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. first year. Same. Yeah, same here. I hung out with the same couple of people the entire time, didn't really talk to anybody. It was different for me back then. There wasn't people rushing up and going, oh my God, I love your content. That might have happened once, right? The second year was a completely different experience and I was a speaker. So it was was different, right? This year was totally different, (coughs) right? Every year it just kind of increases. The biggest problem that I see in this community is that people are intimidated to talk to somebody because of a number associated with their you know, Instagram account, their YouTube channel. And I think that that is a shame because I've made such great relationships with people and at no point does it have anything to do with a number. It has to do with a relationship. It has to do with yes. a, pers- a personality. And I mean, I saw it every day the entire time. You, you c- I could pick people out. I could stand on on the wall on the side and I can be like, that person right there has a small following and this is their first time at WorkbenchCon. It's clear as day. And it's sad. And don't get me wrong. I understand that there's introverts and extroverts and I I am definitely an extreme extrovert and I can, you know, adapt in any social situation. And and that's not a a brag or anything. It's just I'm an extrovert. That's who you are. Um, I'm an introvert. So when I... Well, yeah, right. When I see that, I feel bad. So, like, I try to make it an effort to go talk to people. Yeah. Um, but while we were there, we talked about, and we, we've discussed this before, you know, you got your clicks. Workbench Con is very clicky. But I kind of had a realization, and this happened while you and I, uh, Sedge, were sitting there drinking on Saturday when it was just the two of us.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, let's think about this for a second. First year I went, that Thursday night, th- this is how Workbench Con works out. You get there on Thursday, you know, check in three, four o'clock, five o'clock. You get your passes. Everybody's excited to see each other. You go into the event. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone hasn't formed any relationships yet. So they're walking around like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. Hey, where are you from? What's your Instagram handle? You want a sticker, all of this stuff. And then that night you form relationships with people because there's just not enough time in the day to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. There just isn't. So you form those relationships. you hang out at the bar, you drink together, you go to dinner together, all that stuff. Guess what happens Friday morning? Hey, what classes are you going to today? It's all the same yeah. people you talked to the night before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then you, you develop this click. And one thing that I will say is that, that that number and the length of time that you've been doing this, that is closely tied to those clicks. Mm-hmm. And as you look around and you see certain groups of people. You know, you got all these, you know, these really big, large accounts. They're all hanging out together, right? Then you kind of have that intermediate group. A lot of those guys are hanging out together. Then you have those guys that are just here for the first time. Yeah, those guys are hanging out together. Um, it's because they they feel more comfortable with one another. They've been at it for the same amount of time with one another. They may have the same level of, uh, of understanding, and so I think that's why those groups merge. So it's no different. Our group the entire weekend. The primary group was who? Me, yeah, the
3: three
0: of us: Eric. Ben,
1: Sedge, Michelle. Eric. Which I'm going to talk about that here in just a second. Michelle, mm-hmm. Ronnie, and Cam, and Danette actually from Bessie hung yeah, out with this yeah. quite a bit.
0: And then yeah. and then the guys from AWP as well.
1: Yeah, it was like inter you know intermingled AWP guys hanging yeah. out, and then we were all walking around talking to people. But that's what happened the first night, the second night, and the third night. Because on the third night, guess who I was hanging out with? Michelle, yeah. Danette. Ronnie and Cam, you were yeah. off pimping yourself out to everybody. I was being a
3: social
0: butterfly.
1: Yeah, and Sedge turned in early because he was smart and he knew that we were getting up early, unlike me. So and driving. And driving. I appreciate you uh, worrying about my safety. Um, and so that, that I, I feel like we need to get away from that in this community. I, um,
0: I, I disagree a little bit. Just a little bit, though.
1: Please, I would love to hear why.
0: So, I think that, first of all, that is 100 percent natural. That is human nature, right? Right. To do that, because again, it's all about familiarity, right? And just how you're saying, Jason, how you know it's to me, it's all about where you at in the journey. Those are the people that you're going to gravitate towards, because again, there's more of an understanding of your current experience.
1: More like-minded.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're literally going through the same things that the person to your left and right are going through that's not to say that you can't learn anything from anyone else but again humans our basic psychology is to seek out that which is familiar like new things like again this is like going to like the animal part of our brains new things are dangerous stay away from new things right until you figure out what it is but i I, again i think it's just it's just natural for that to happen and you know and, and when jason was saying like clicks form and stuff like that i don't like he, he's not meaning that like in a negative sense no it's just like okay like the first night that we were there right um when we hung out on the couch once the the bar closed down it was me or it was, it was us well i think sedge had already gone to bed oh yeah um that me jason uh awp guys john malecki uh Hibs oh, was yeah, there for was there a little the bit oh, uh yeah. nick keys was there um, and then like a couple other people were there, but I guess that kind of speaks into what you're saying earlier, Jason, where the first night you're like kind of co-mingling amongst mm-hmm. everybody, but like, even though John, like w- was still hanging out with the same people that he kind of typically, um, would, would hang out with or talk with. Like I still mm-hmm. never and, and bullshitted with him and you know, like, so it wasn't like no one is being inclusive, uh, or, or exclusive, right. No one is saying you can't come to our group. You you can just as no. easily walk into yeah. one group as you can yeah. to the other. Like no, I'm glad the, you brought they, that like, up. Like there's not like this not protective barrier of No, like. no, and, and like I, I didn't take it that way, but I think other people might hear that when they when they hear the word click. Um there's very much like this amorbious kind of like you go to this group, you go to that group, and no one's gonna tell you to go away. No one. no, does. no, no. I never got that perception. Never got that that inclination I did. from anyone. All the time,
1: you, get away from well, me.
0: Well, you're, you're kind of an ogre type, and that scares people. They're like, "Why does he smell like onions?" This ogre mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm.
3: No, you're and they're right.
0: like, Wasn't he wearing that shirt last night? Yeah. Like,
2: uh, there was there was a little bit of a downside that I found. Like, if because there's a couple people that I started talking to one on one. And I would love to have talked to him a lot longer than two or three minutes, but people would come up to us and start talking. And then this person would get distracted that I was talking to, and I'd get oh, distracted absolutely. to another person. Absolutely <coughs> happened. And <coughs> it was a Jeez little, and such. that happened. You have uh, an earthquake. You like slam the
0: desk when you cough? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it hit me really Screens quick it's flying everywhere oh,
2: i'm so sorry but it just you know like jason i was i talked tried to talk to him but we got interrupted a couple times and it was, yeah. it was nothing bad about that jason hibbs and i but i never got a real good long conversation with him which was kind of it yeah. kind of bummed me out i wish i could have chatted with him longer yeah,
0: yeah that, that I, definitely I didn't hear keep... me a couple times Keith Johnson I didn't, as well. I didn't
2: get a
1: chance until Saturday when we were sitting there and he came up. And I actually was able to have a good conversation with him.
3: Yeah. Yep. But it's,
1: it's hard because there's yeah. always somebody talking to somebody.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always. Yeah. It's tough. That's and there's so
1: many people there. There's no way yeah. you're going to get to talk to everybody.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, is I think that at least from this experience that especially like after everything was over and we were all at the that main bar or whatever, which I yeah. think – it needs to be open the oh, entire Stop. Like.
1: Yeah, hold on. Let's, before you talk about that, let's transition this. I want to know, I want us all to talk about what the best, the best part of WorkbenchCon was and what you think WorkbenchCon lacked. Mm. You want me to go first?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: All right, let's start with the best. We'll all do best and we'll all do uh, where, where they lacked. Wait, can, we do,
0: can we do best, last, last, best, best, last? Can we do that? No,
1: no. Okay, I don't like that. Okay. So for me, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I went down there for one reason, one reason alone, <laughs> and that was to hang out at the bar at night. Yeah. That, I, I spent the money, and that was not cheap. I bought my ticket. I bought my hotel, traveled down there with Sedge. It was not inexpensive, and I spent a lot of money at the bar <laughs> and eating while I was down there. That is why I went. You know why? Because that that event, for that reason alone, is worth it. Hmm. Because the conversations that you have, yeah, the okay, friendships that can you please make.
0: Please clarify that because you can, you can drink. It yeah.
1: Anyway, and some people call it alcoholism. You know, drinking that much booze in that short of amount of time is worth it. And, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know. It was. And I knew that because I'd been there a couple of times. Yep. You learn some valuable information in the classes. And mm. I will say that the best class I witnessed from John, was from John um, and Joe. Joe's class was fantastic. This year had, uh, I went to the fewest classes this year, but I got the most value out of those classes. But I'm telling you, the conversations that you have at night at the bar, whether you're drinking or not, are invaluable. Oh, Yeah. <clears throat> Sedge
2: I'll say it's the conversations as well but it's not just at the bar it's the it's just at lunch at dinner okay Mm -hmm. Um, walking through the main area alone and you it's not that you get attacked but people come up to you and say dude I've always wanted to meet you and then it it turns into a half-hour conversation which I love because now right. I have new friends. It's and you told me about the bar and everything. I totally agree with you on that because people's um, inhibitions are a little loose and I like that too. I mean, I th- there's a friend that I've had for many, many years and she was there. She doesn't drink, but she was hanging out with me late afternoon on Saturday and that's Alma. Mm-hmm. And th- it, it's not that I like Alma as I love her. And oh my god, her and i laugh so hard on saturday she i think everybody such, heard that oh yeah she is so much fun to be with you know so i just it's it's the conversations and it's worth every single penny and i think even some of these people who have mega accounts i think they're giving too it's just it it i don't it's like the, the opportunity
1: work. Like to get away and talk to somebody in person as opposed to up through dm
2: yeah, and it's it's not – I don't like the word click. I think they would just – I'll call them your comfort group.
1: No, yeah, you're right. Click is the wrong com- word. It's, the, yeah. it's
2: your comfort group. And those people who may have those mega accounts, when they first did the first workbench card, they probably didn't. And they were probably the only ones there. So they, they created a friendship with everybody, and that's what they like to hang with. And they, they do business together now. Yeah. No.
1: No, no. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. It's the same. I, I, I didn't mean for it to come off wrong. And no. Based on both the comments, you know, from both of you guys, like that's that's not how I meant it. Click is just like the easiest way for me to associate yeah, you know, it. No, no, mm-hmm. because yeah. like high school, you know, when you're yeah, in high school, yeah, you yeah. have clicks. Yeah. But it's it at the end of the day, it's like-minded people and people yeah, that have been absolutely. through similar experiences. Absolutely. Because I'll tell you right now, our group that we hung out with. Three years from now, at WorkbenchCon, there's going to be other people saying, "Oh, look at those guys." You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's not, yeah. It's I, just I, a natural I, evolution. Yeah,
2: it's. I just, you know, I I met some people. I'm not starstruck with people, but they, they got off their chairs and came to say hi to me out of their comfort groups. Yeah, you know, and I thought it was kind of cool because I met Brad Rodriguez, right? Yeah,
3: <laughs> that was kind of cool.
2: He is a fantastic dude. Yeah, he's I a was nice just, guy. He goes, "Sedge, nice to meet you," and I was like. Uh, Hi. (laughs) But uh, I I, I'll say it again. I just think Izzy is the most down to earth dude. He's so chill, man. He's so nice. And then he then he comes. And and then we're having a a late afternoon, I think, water or coffee. And he comes by with his girlfriend and uh, he goes, Let's get a selfie. And I was like, and he did you see it? He posted it with us too, Chase. It
1: was cool. While I was eating my hangover bagel.
2: Oh, that's that's what it was. We were having coffee. So it was late morning, not late afternoon, noon. But it was cool.
1: What about you, so, Ben? Um,
0: for me, especially being the first one there, um, it was it was fun to, Again, and I just I had said it before. Um, you, I think you went to the bathroom, Jason. But being able to, to to shake a hand with uh, someone that I've interacted with for for quite a while. On, on Instagram I, you know I think it's again it's one thing to um, again to, to see someone on a, on a 2D screen to hear their voice on YouTube or on Instagram and it's it is completely different to do it in person um, and I have a greater appreciation for that now um, and then so so just meeting these people again in real life but, but starting that, that Different kind of relationship because of that physical interaction, right? You know, hundred um, it's, it makes that connection more meaningful now because, mm. you know, depending on, on the following and, and, and the, the activity of followers and stuff like that, you could easily send someone a DM and it's going to get buried. You're never going to see it, you know, whereas now you have these, 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 um, closer relationships with these people. Not to say that it's it's going to get it's going to make it easier to contact them, but if they see your name in an email or in a DM or in a message group, they're likely more than likely going to like answer Be like, that. This
1: is that weird bald drunk guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but but again, it, it just it was good um, to to meet different people, and, and I could totally go into uh, the the. People that I really appreciated being able to meet and uh, the conversations that we had and stuff like that. But um, yeah, just again, you know, I think the, one of the themes that that all of us kind of keep talking about is you're you're sharing experiences with others. You're kind of building off of each other, building off of um, different techniques and different ways of, of of applying certain skill sets. And so that's the thing that I that I enjoyed the most. Is again just. Making more meaningful relationships with people that are in our space, you know, that until workbench con or other, you know, unless you like did a meetup, you would never meet.
1: So now let's transition and say, I'm interested to hear your guys' perspective because I've seen it multiple times now. Something that we think they fell short on. Besides the fact that the bar was only open until 11 the first night and 12 the next two nights, that's an obvious mistake. But for me, I have, I have two things. I think the food is lacking every year. Oh,
2: um, de- definitely. For during the, amount the conference.
1: Of, yeah, for the amount of money that you spend on that conference, I don't care how many people are there. It just means I got, you know, 400 mm. people that bought the ticket for that much. The food needs to be better. Like the food was not good. Um, the next thing is I feel like there needs to be more hands-on classes. And they talked about that last year because they did incorporate a lot more hands-on classes and demonstrations. I Personally, I would love that. Um, Everything else about the conference was the same. They did a much better job on the venue, uh, the main room. They did a much better job of splitting up brands, uh, booths. They they, they fixed some of the things from last year, but the food continues to be an issue. So don't go there thinking that you're going to get amazing food. But we all... At the end of the day, it really wasn't that big of a deal because we all went out at night anyway. But uh, more hands-on classes, I think, would be really beneficial. Now Jason, I'm very I interested to hear what you guys have to say. I
0: think you, I think you have you have forgotten what t rats taste like. Is
1: no, that's not. Uh, <laughs> that's what the shit tasted like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it,
2: it was. It, was the offering. The on Saturday was it Saturday was deplorable. Yeah, was that the, the only thing that was good
1: was those tacos? Was that Saturday or Friday? Was that, Saturday, that, was Friday? Was
2: that I Saturday? I don't feel the I, same. I forget. Yeah, but the, the, the one where they had the ZD and the chicken and
1: that was Friday. I, that
2: was horrible. that
1: was the day that I was really hungover and I couldn't. It do was it. horrible. Yeah. The tacos oh on God. Saturday were okay.
0: I think they should have this is great coffee. content, guys. Really great content.
2: I think they should have coffee all day long because yes, I'm a coffee drinker. Water. And water. Yes, yes. They, and they, they wheeled they, it away. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I tried to get some breakfast, and they, they were, like, picking up the chafing pans. I was like, can I just get a scoop? No. No eggs for you. It's like, oh, my God. I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. Well, I think a big part of that is so, it, it was the crew of the hotel is what it was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, we were warned that everybody's going to wear a mask. Did you? Guys, I only saw one mask on that yep. older gentleman who sat down, who was older than me, I think. No, there, there was another person that was wearing a mask all the time.
1: I know who. I know who. It I'm, is. Not no. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. He's actually local to Atlanta.
2: But I was, I was blown away, you know. And you know the other good thing, uh, guys. I think we didn't mention this. That there were people down in that lobby bar that weren't part of WorkbenchCon. They wanted to come talk to us. They were local well, there's, people. Well, there's, there's multiple mm-hmm. conventions going on at the same time. Yeah, no no, trading, no, 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 trading no, no, no. There, going on. there was there a guy was there, that, I I tried to leave three times that night, but every time I turned around, there was an IPA in my damn hand, and I knew who that <laughs> was, hey yeah. no, oh Hey-o, yeah. Paul, how you doing, hey oh.
1: yeah, that was Paul, <laughs> holy moly, thank you,
2: by the way, I am not complaining, yes. thank you, I told I, them, them all the about it I, like, I got you go
1: to bed, Paul, and you kept buying him beers. <laughs> Holy shit,
2: man! I was Guggenheimed when I get up to my room. I was like, He's "Oh my god, dude. he is a wicked good dude." Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't have a lot of stuff to. I, there was really no complaint. Just the coffee for me. Um, everything I thought was great, and it was nice to hear the perspective from Michelle. Because I said, hey, uh, and she's the one who told me about last time she was there with Patrick, that there was conferences, conferences there was no time in between the conferences, and it was, you know, packed up. Yeah, that up. was a nice thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It, there was a chance to sit they down and relax it. a little. Yeah. Um, Jess Crow, I walked in to her. She was seems like she's the only one that was doing hands-on, except for the timber Framers that I heard. But Jess... My God, she had those people mesmerized. I walked into the room, and they were all stirring epoxy, and she was doing epoxy pours. I thought yeah. that was cool hands-on. But I could see there there should be a lot more. Do you know the the vendors that were there? There was very few. It was kind of spas. Um,
0: I mean. Well, they had half in the hall, half out. Like Yeah, and I was
1: kind
2: of
0: like, okay, which was that's good. A, I thought that that was yeah. good.
1: Yeah. That, it was good that it, they split it, it up because it, it got people
0: away from each It wasn't crowded. I would say that it felt it was like a good balance of vendors inside the main hall. Yeah. And all of us and then vendors that were in that like lobby going up to the hallway. I felt yeah. that that was a good balance.
2: I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah. There wasn't a lot of hands-on, just a lot of talking in those, right? And those booths? It's kind of like uh, when I do yeah, trade but what shows, what I will say is that th-
1: Go ahead. No, well, the previous years, I think we talked about this on the way back. Most of the classes were always like these inspirational classes. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody would get up there and give their, you know, sad Crowd story of how they got started and what they've been through, and look at me now. You know, this year I did not get that impression at all. It was no, legitimate it was, info. It was data. Yeah. It was yeah. facts. It was. I, I mean, I, I cannot stop saying enough good things about. The two classes that I really, really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I, I felt differently this year. I felt I felt like the classes were some serious value. Oh yeah, Ben. What What about you? Is there anything that you think WorkbenchCon, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be things you don't like, things that you think WorkbenchCon could have done better or could do better?
0: Um, I mean, I I just want to add to what both of y'all already said. I'm not going to say it again, but. I, I agree there. Um, I mean there, there's not much that I can really think of. I mean I thought that the the venue was awesome. Um, the location was great. Um, I, again I agree Jason that I thought that the classes were were really great. Um, you know part of me wants to say that had there been an extra day so that you could uh, see other classes but I, I think that what they have is actually good because it kind of forces you to pick the ones that probably mean the most to you. Um, you know, What could you say if you had the choice to go to every single class? I don't think that it would make it that... I don't think that that would make it a better experience. Um, I think when you're forced to make a choice that you typically go to the one that's probably best for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really say or I, I can't really say anything that I think that they need to improve that hasn't already been said. Um, so I, I, I think that the social, the, 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 um, the social coordination things again, could have been better. Again, the bar saying out, saying open later. Um, and then just like the food, those are all social experiences, you know? Yeah. I think those are probably the only things, those things facilitate social interaction and, had they kind of added to that, I think it would have made the social aspect better than what it was.
2: Sedge? Yeah. What they could definitely do better, uh, the people who run WorkbenchCon, is their communications prior to were, for me, deplorable. In what okay, way? Okay. I got there and when I went to get my, um, they need better more organization. And it's—I don't know how many people are on the crew for WorkbenchCon, but I reached out three times and was not addressed. They didn't—they didn't email me back, and I had a couple concerns on a few things. So, I th- better communications, and they can work on. Like, I—I I signed up, Sedge Tool, Brian Sedgley. You know, no one knew who I was. I had—I just put the, I had a name tag that said Brian. Yeah. You know, and I thought, yeah. wow, that's weird. Um uh they even asked what do you go by and I think I put sedge on there. So I just took a sedge tool and put a sticker there. Yeah. You know, I think my that first year
1: I was Bentos. <laughs> were you
2: really been. Bentos?
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess the apostrophe was an o.
2: Little little more attention to detail and better yeah. communications prior yeah. to.
1: So that that's something that I I'm going to caveat that because for one historically that has been the one of the complaints Mm. two i feel like the way they went about it this year was very poorly executed in the sense that back in like june they said we're going to do a workbench con in 2022 keep an eye out we're going to be asking for people that want to be speakers and submit things and uh, initially i absolutely wanted to come back and speak i loved it i loved making those connections and this year, I had people come up to me that went to my class last year, and they're like, thank you so much for that, because now we're doing X, Y, and Z. It was awesome. Matter of Like, right when I got there, before I even got my badge, I had one of those conversations. Then come, what, September, October time frame, they're like, tickets are on sale tomorrow. No, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And then I even wrote a message.
0: You didn't give people enough time, enough reaction time to secure a ticket or to, well, se- to like to have their funds ready or whatever
1: it's not even that i mean that's a good point but it's not even that it's that i immediately was like i bought my ticket right away went on the website they saw last year's schedule on there there were no speakers on there
0: you didn't know then i
1: asked i asked i said hey you said back in june or july that you were going to ask for speakers and i don't remember seeing anything like that nothing they saw the message but they never responded. So I don't know how they went about doing it this year. I I just thought it was weird looking back at it now. Like I'm glad that I wasn't a speaker because I just got to focus on having fun. Yeah. But it is what it is. Now let key takeaways. I want to do key takeaways. And then I'm going to ask you guys one question. That's a yes or no answer after that. And -hmm. then I think we've covered all of it. Okay. Key takeaways. Who, and this can be who we think it's best for. That, that's really what I kind of want to get out here. Um, do you want me to go first? Yes. Or, Ben, would you like to go first on this one?
0: Um, I, I'm going to say this because it's, you know, again, based off what you've already told me, Jason, it's not the same thing every time. It's not the Well, let me get back. It's not the same classes every time. So take this recommendation that we give you with a, a big grain of salt, Right. Like I'm not even going to be coming at this from the classes perspective because that could completely change next year. Um, I would say that if you if you want to develop business connections with other people, that if there is someone out there that uh, you know is going or or there are groups of people that that have a business model that you want to replicate or that you want to follow or that. Um, certain things that they're doing have characteristics that you want to mimic in your own business. Um, definitely go. Like that is that is the place to, to do this at. Again, this is about networking. It's about building relationships. It's about learning the business side of things. Now, from a physical, technical side of things, like if you wanted to, to, to be better at cutting dovetails, probably not. You know, if like you're a hobbyist, you have no intentions of... Turning this into a business, um, and you just want to learn how, like, uh, technique better. This isn't this isn't the place for you. Um, but again, if if you are doing this as a business, you're earning income. You, you want to learn how to do e-commerce. You want to learn how to do Etsy. You want to learn, um, again, how the social media stuff. And again, this is this is putting classes out of the conversation because this is about talking to the people that are doing those things. Absolutely got a workbench gone next year. Hmm. Remarks complete.
1: You want me to go, Sedge, or you want to go? Go ahead. Um I agree with most of that. Uh, I definitely do not think if you're trying to learn how to improve your skills on anything woodworking related that this just it's not the conference for you. It's not what it's for. Definitely not. If there's two scenarios I think you fall into. If you're somebody that is looking to do this social media thing, right? Or you're just running a regular business, social media or regular business. You have no interest in doing social media. This is a great conference because exactly what Ben said. Like Mike Coffee, he's not a huge social media guy, but I'll tell you what, you want to talk to somebody about that has a lot of business acumen, that, that's the guy. Yeah, He'll be there, right? Yeah. Talk to him, smart dude you want to talk to somebody about social media stuff, guess what? There's a bunch of people that are going to be there. Um, And all of those conversations are going to happen in between classes, late late night at the bar. Uh, Maybe you form a relationship. They're more willing to share things with you. That's one. Two, if you want to just go and hang out with the people that you have learned a lot from, if you want to just talk to the people that you Admire You just want to say thank you. You just want to have a beer with that person. You just want to shake that person's hand. This is the event to do no, it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree with that.
1: Yeah. So.
0: And that's, Sage. you know, um, I just want to caveat that really quick. And it just made me think like, you know, think, try to think past or, or, or before people's social media experiences, right? Like like Jimmy and Izzy, both of which have uh, had very long careers in product development. You know, the, the, every, all these people had careers bef- before they became big on on social media. So if you wanted to, to go after that kind of advice, there are people from so many different walks of life that are that are in this sphere. You know, so that's it. Sorry,
1: Sedge is on you, buddy.
2: Um, key takeaway. And what I think is, yep, it's all about networking amongst influencers. But you guys both said it. My key takeaway is do you want to go meet some people? And I think people should come to it if they want to meet people. And it doesn't matter how big or how small a following is. But also, I know there's some people listening to this. Some people getting ready to retire and they're thinking about a woodworking business. It's easy to talk to people because there's a lot of pros there okay so say say you're going to school like at uh mark adams or center for center for furniture craftsmanship there's a lot of people there who graduated from those programs they just happen to see the value of social media as a second or third revenue stream as well as building commission pieces i met a guy there never met Mike Coffee said, "Said you got to talk to this guy. He's the real deal. His name is Eric Curtis.
0: I, d- I, d- I oh, didn't follow dude, this guy. Yeah. He's so I'm cool. getting I'm getting him on the podcast. I talked to uh, yeah. about a great dude. He's an awesome dude. He's already uh, about forty-five minutes. We talked about that.
2: Yeah, and uh, I talked to him. Ian Curtis is his uh, at Ian Curtis. And this guy." I, I just looked at him. I go, you a pro? He goes, yeah. And we—he—he he graduated from Center Furniture Craftsmanship. My whole conversation was about that. I said, you're in know, a festival. He goes, this was awesome. He said, I—I I don't think I know a, sh- a good pro shop in America that doesn't have the Domino. <laughs> and he's really cool. He lifts. <laughs> okay, yeah. he weight lifts, which yeah. I really—the guy—he's just the real deal. And I tell people, you know, go meet people and. Yeah. You'll you'll want to it's fun to create content put a get a tripod put your camera your iPhone on there and create content Everybody and you'll find out at workbenchcon everybody and I've been preaching this everybody in this world has something to offer Okay, everybody has something to offer and you need to pass on your craft you need to pass on your personality and I, I, I had so much damn fun here, just the conversations, and yeah, I go to bed early and I wake up early, but the, I couldn't believe it when I Ben tells me you guys will go to bed at three o'clock at night. I was like,
0: damn. You you know, and it's and it's not I because I would have stayed up till seven. What's that?
1: I said I would have stayed up
0: until seven. hundred oh, percent. Like it's not because like. You know, you're. it's not like you're bar hopping and doing all this other stuff. You're having, like, just the best conversations with people, and you don't want the night to end. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. you want to keep having those those great and awesome conversations. Specifically
1: um, with Eric Gorgeous.
2: Oh
0: yeah, he's, that guy's the one. That guy's the real deal. He is so he, humble, so nice. He needs to be the new Dos Equis guy. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out Dude, with him has been was, the highlight. That was – out of everyone there – um, you know, and I had lots of great conversations with people, but he is by far one of the most interesting people that I've ever met in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. The last two just years, the most enjoyable conversations I've had have been with him.
0: And, yeah. and just like Sedge said, such a humble dude.
2: Yeah, we sat and had few beers, God, late so cool afternoon beers, to, him and I, at the, at the bar.
0: And just I'm, I'm gonna, great conversations. I'm going to meet up with him when I do my motorcycle trip in May. 'Cause I, I'd already planned on going through Detroit. So Sedge go and see I a are going shop.
1: up there for poker night.
2: Yeah.
0: Go see a shop. And I He's just saw the Alma today. I'm gonna see her too when I go to shop. He's
2: gonna teach me how to weld on a weekend.
0: Yeah. So cool, man. Yeah. The coolest guy. Big so time. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that, that I got to meet him and, and hang yeah. out with him ad nauseum. We had a lot of deep I, conversations.
2: I met uh, him about four four or five years ago at a vendor convention with woodcraft and it was just basically him and i and his uh somebody from woodcraft early morning getting a coffee nobody was in the building and uh (laughs) it was kind of like me meeting the izzy i know you no i know you (laughs) and uh,
0: for those that don't know we're talking about eric gorgeous he's the um he's the host on uh craftsman's legacy and he also mm -hmm. owns voodoo choppers so um you can go look up his stuff on Instagram, but yeah, he's again, got a dudes. Weld- cool
2: he's got a fabrication welding shop, and but he also has a killer wood shop, and he loves woodworking too. So, wow, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call it one more person. I have to okay. do that, one of I have
1: my yes or no question.
2: Best one of my best conversations there, and it was when you and Jason, you and I were down in that lower pot, just chilling with a couple of dudes. After everybody started hanging out with us. But the guys from AWP came down and sat next to us. And correct me if I'm wrong, it was it's AWP, right? Another Woodshop yeah. mm-hmm. Podcast. And yeah. uh, it was Dan, of course, Mike Coffee, but Peter Caper sat down next to me. Kapar. 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 Kapar and him and I started shooting yep. the shit, and then Emma, his wife, came by. And I had such a great conversation talking about his beginnings, where what he does
1: We talked to him for a while.
2: Oh, and and you know what? I have a new friend. (laughs) It was really cool. And then Emma and I started talking, and it was the conversation because, of course, uh, there's uh, a family. uh, I think her dad has his boat up in Rockland, Maine, and uh, Mm. we just started shooting the general hoo-ha. It was a great conversation. Um, That's what it's all about, and I'll end it that way. Yeah. I, I
1: remember, I remember you were, you and him were talking for a long time. That was cool. That was pro- funny because it, it did just start off as me and you there, and then. Oh my god! People were before we knew EPS. it, the entire area was full.
2: Yeah. And I don't even know these people, but it was so cool. Hey, I'm going up yeah. to get around. Anybody need one? I go. Oh, yeah, I need one. It's
1: like, yeah. and that was and uh, Mark- a hundred and fifty dollar Mark- bar tab for one round of drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, And it was oh. like six <laughs> drinks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I crumpled up I, all those receipts, and I looked at my credit card, and I was like, oh, that yeah. wasn't too, too bad.
0: Yeah, I usually yeah. spend $500 in alcohol over
1: the f- Here's, four days. Well, yeah, when you're paying $10 for a damn beer. <sighs> that, oh, that, well, hold on. Before, before I ask my question, I will say that next year, 100%, I will take beers to the room, and I will mm-hmm. come down to the seating Smart. area with a cooler full of beer. Yep. That is sure. I don't know why. I don't know why I did not do that. I knew better from last year. Here's my question. All you have to do is say yes or no. Nothing else. Ben, next year, will you go to WorkbenchCon? Yes. Sedge, next year, will you go to WorkbenchCon?
2: Yes, and I'm bringing the boys with me.
1: Nice. I'm not going.
2: (laughs) Jason. I'm I'm just kidding. Are you going... To work con next
1: year. Is the Pope Catholic?
2: Yeah, baby. Fat baby's poop. Of course. I'm telling you,
1: I'm excited here in like three weeks going to uh, JLC. JLC. It's going to be another good time. Oh, yeah. All right. We're a minute or an hour and 20 in. Wow. Let's wrap this thing up. I do have one negative comment. I swear to God I had to look. It's from five days ago. I have not touched my YouTube since... WorkbenchCon started. I was having a hard time finding a negative comment, but I did find one. I'm just going to do one. But I can't do it unless Hans is here. Uh,
2: He's going to go get his chapeau. He's
1: he's going to get Hans. He's going to go get Hans. Here he
0: comes. I'm
1: wearing
2: the wrong
0: audio gear, guys, for the hat. Okay. It's everyone's favorite segment. called Get the Bends." Hatreds. Say hatreds. We're bringing you all of the internet hatreds.
1: You lost your hat. <laughs> You're not prepared to See, I'm not hands. great.
0: This hat, this Muzza is not great for these headphones. You, Oh, man, you should have taken that hat to workbench. Oh, my God. I could have gotten so many guys with this, you know? Oh, oh
1: my God. Yeah. I would have been all over you.
0: Probably a oh good God. thing you didn't take it. You
1: already were. There's
0: should either we one of you guys the have a negative room, comment? A I do not. I don't. Okay, all, so or positive contents or comments on my side.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's been a good, uh, a good week, I guess, because I haven't had a lot. But I did find one, and it's just not fair that we don't close the show out, or that we close the show out without Hans and get bent. So, this one is from my, how you should be cutting plywood. <laughs> oh, this person no. writes. This is a good one for negative comments.
0: It is, man.
1: He writes Good or good logic, but nothing new. I love yours nicely decorated studio. I just wish that tool is used for actual productive work. What a tool.
0: Talking about like the MFT setup or the saw?
1: Just like the way that I go about doing it.
0: Okay. Clearly this person's never like looked up anything on YouTube. Hold
1: before. on. I've, I'm sorry. Same exact video. Two comments down from six days ago. I have to read this. <laughs> it's kind of a long one and then we'll end it. I promise. <laughs> he says, Why would you waste material this way is beyond me. If the factory edge is damaged, okay. Maybe a new pristine reference edge. But if not, You are just being wasteful. If I was edge banding a panel, I might put a factory edge to the back if the laminations were a little wonky, but otherwise I would use it as is any other edge. I agree though, that you need a reference edge for squaring other corners or whatever you are making. For a cabinet, I would square to the front. A drawer, I think it's best to square to the bottom edge, closest to the rabbit, for the bottom but this is just my opinion I learned from a couple of brothers who ran a cabinet shop and they weren't terribly articulate they just showed me how and didn't explain a lot so here's what's funny I feel like this guy probably didn't mean it necessarily as a negative comment no but it comes off in
0: there you can see he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to backpedal yeah
1: but how he talks where does where does it say but if not, you, know, like, you were just being wasteful. If I was it's, it's, edge banding a panel, I might use a factory edge and then back little wonky. I agree with you that corners need. Yeah. There was something in there. that he like completely contradicted himself yeah, yeah. And as I was reading it. I was like,
0: it, it's like he forgot that there's a backspace button.
1: Yeah. You I know? mean, would you, let me ask you this. Would you ever,
0: <laughs> I got to waste all that time and hit the backspace. Might as well just keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would not ever edge band a factory edge on plywood. Oh, I might God, put it in no. the back of a cabinet, but I would never edge band the factory edge of a plywood. Of plywood. Said no, would you?
0: Never. No. And yeah. and it's like never, never ever. You're taking you're taking what four millimeters off from the from the edge. Yeah, mm. that's the
1: funny thing. Real wasteful. Like, that. That's what it was. I'm glad you brought that up. That's what it was. I take a five. I take five millimeters. I cut five millimeters off.
2: Yeah. I would have just re- responded, good for you.
1: I haven't responded to me. I'm going to be up for like another hour and a half trying to okay. get caught up on oh.
0: YouTube messages. I, don't, I think we need to keep this for after we're done recording. But Jason, remember that idea we had about when people left bad um, mm-hmm. negative comments? Right? You remember that?
1: Oh, I remember.
0: What if we had Hans do it? Oh. <gasps>
1: Wouldn't this that idea be like, just got better.
0: Wouldn't that be <laughs> fitting? And, look, I have more ideas, but I think I'm going to wait until we hit we stop recording to, to run this idea by you guys. I think okay. it's genius. Well, let's, we'll see.
1: Let's wrap this bad boy up.
0: All right. All righty. So, gentlemen, I think we're all in agreement that WorkbenchCon 2022 was a, <coughs> uh, a great experience. Yep. Um, we are so thankful for uh, the opportunity to go. We appreciate um, everyone that uh, we were able to meet at WorkbenchCon22, and e- even the people that came up and said we lo- that they love the podcast, um, that they enjoyed listening to it, that they enjoyed the content. Um, you know, I, I think I speak for all of us in saying that that we, we so appreciate um, the people that did come up to us and, and say that. Um, and you know, I was just so glad to finally meet the AWP guys. And they're all shorter in person than I thought they would be. <laughs> you know, I thought that Mike seems really tall on Instagram. He's really not that tall in person. So I was a little disappointed <laughs> that Mike wasn't oh, that tall. But he went some, you know. Eric Gorgeous is a tall dude. Oh my god, he's a he's probably the tallest dude there. Yeah. He's a gi- he's he's taller than John Malecki. Easily. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Easily
2: isn't that a great name for a professional wrestler Eric gorgeous yeah
0: <laughs> I told him that but but yeah but again we we, we really love that I know that we're all three of us are gonna go again next year maybe we can give a podcast class podcast class how to get started oh I've had so many people reach out to me asking about how to start a podcast
1: that's actually uh, they they had that last year yeah last year last year or the year before. But no, it would be a good thing. I want. Well, we I did want to do, ask so it was you. Probably
0: really bad class. So just saying.
1: Um, are Are you going to try to speak next year? Because I'm telling you, while we were watching yes. John's class, I saw the twinkle in your eye. and I yes, was like, I, I, twenty bucks.
0: Not Not about marketing though. I don't think it'll be a marketing class.
2: But electric Another, motorcycles? No. Come
0: on. All right. Let, let's close this out. Everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Thanks for uh, for giving us your your ears and maybe even your eyeballs if you're watching this on video. Thank you so much. Make sure that you leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Somebody at WorkbenchCon asked me about Stitcher. I'm working on it. I've already got an account. I just got to figure it out. So it'll come up to more platforms soon. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you in the Thank next you. episode. Bye. Oh wait, Bye. Wait, wait, Jason. Hey, this is Ben, co-host and editor of the Green Greensuiters Podcast. This episode is over, but if you want to hear more topics like this and you want to be a part of our conversation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast for early access to each show. If you're listening to this on free feeds, be sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.